Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I am not going. I thought you were going to say, I am not on the couch. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you are. To ever do anything nice for you ever again. That is both bullshit and probably true. Why? Because uh, the reason why today's movie is what we're doing is because I did something nice for you. Because you liked and wanted to see something. And on Black Friday, I have a weakness when I'm just throwing shit in a basket or a cart. And look, there's a lot wrong with 2020. And there's a lot wrong with just Black Friday as a concept in general. But the fact that there's not going to be a Black Friday, really, in 2020... This is another reason why, for me personally, it sucks. What, how, what am I going to do about my movie collection? What am I going to do about my legs, Charlie Mervin? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm sure everything's yeah, just going to be online. I mean, by the time the next Black Friday comes, we're not going to get through the $1,500 $1, the fifteen hundred movies that we own. But I... Uh, what? I enjoy it, man. Oh, man. I like it. Aww, and I do... How sad for you. You gotta be a little bitch, right? It's August 5th, 2020. We're recording this a week early from when you're hearing it because from when you're listening to this, we're on a, as much of a vacation as you can be. As of right now, yeah. As of right now, visiting some family. Um, if you're new here, speaking of family, we're a family. We talk about our lives as a family. You're terrible. Well, you know that? I'm great. I'm the king of the segue. Like, uh, Dean... Oh, I should remember Malenko? this guy's name. I don't know what you were... <laughs> Dean, did you just say Dean Malenko? Man, you couldn't pick Dean Malenko out of a lineup. Yes, I could. All right, hold on. There's no way I can do this. Hold on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to f- capture a picture of five different professional wrestlers. And then so you have podcast to... for a different podcast. Have... No, 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 no. You had to say Dean Malenko. So now podcast. you got to point... Just watching wrestling right before you we gotta point this motherfucker. I know, but you're going to point out Dean Malenko in a list of five fucking wrestlers now. And this is You're what we're doing. You're so mad when I actually do it. Nope. And now I, here's the mindfuck, is I have to find five wrestlers who I think you think could be Dean Malenko. <laughs> All of them are right. Dean Malenko. All right, so stall. <laughs> so. I didn't finish talking about what the show's about. Tell the people what the show's the about. The show is about, I'm always right, and Christopher always tries to prove No, me no, wrong. you can't do that horse shit. <laughs> We're married, we sometimes like each other, so we watch movies together and we talk about them in our lives. Uh, we've been doing this for just over six years now, right? Six years? Seven years? 
12 years? I don't know. It's been some years. Uh, 300 something episodes, as you know from the number that you're listening to here. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a lot's been, been going on since the last time we recorded. I don't think we've seen, I mean, obviously we haven't seen anything in theaters because theaters aren't around. We've been watching a lot of Supermarket Sweet. Yeah, buddy. Time. Uh, watching old YouTube episodes of Supermarket Sweet. So much um, Supermarket Sweet. Jillian, our daughter, loves it. Almost had like a temper tantrum today <laughs> when when uh, she thought she wasn't going to get to watch an episode of Supermarket Sweep. So that that's happening right now in our lives. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. All yeah. right, here we go. Oh, man, hold on. I'm not ready. Sorry, there's one that's uh, that's not even... Not even close. I don't even know who Dean Malenko is. I don't know why you're going through no. so much effort. I didn't realize that Perry Saturn has the word Saturn tattooed on his stomach. It's kind of a dead giveaway. Like, I would have been like, hey, Dean Malenko really likes astrology. Astronomy. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, we've just been, uh, we've been here. So we've watched, uh, we've been watching some, some movies. As we are prone to do, and I don't really, I'm not very good at this, uh... No shit, okay. Stalling, Im- improvising thing here, bud. Alright, here we go. Alright, so five oh pictures, God, ready? So, you are so ridiculous. One. Wait, wait, go back, go back. One. Uh-huh. Two. Uh-huh. Three. Uh-huh. Four. Uh-huh. Five. Which one of those is Dean Malenko? Oh, go back. Go back to the beginning. Let me see. Okay. One. That's not Dean Malenko. Two. Three. Four. That guy could be Dean Malenko. Five. I'm between this guy uh-huh. and... Oh, I want it to be that guy. Is it this... No, wait. Let me see. How do I... You have a phone like this. Is it this guy? That guy's Dean Malenko. This is your official guess? Is I'm it? just locking it in. Is, is that Dean Malenko? Locking it in. No. That's Dean Douglas or Shane Douglas. Oh, Shane Douglas. That guy's Dean Malenko. No. <laughs> Who's that guy? That's Billy Kidman. That's Dean Malenko. That's Dean Malenko. I thought I said it. I was like, oh, I want it to be this guy. That's Dean Malenko. I knew it. So in other words, we've been doing nothing. <laughs> That's how we get six minutes into the episode easily. Uh, this week's Wrap It Up uh, series continues. With the next installment, if you're if you're new, I talk about what the podcast is, but uh, for 2020 and going oh, into 2021. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. I know, you fucking don't. We uh, are trying to tie up the loose ends of all the sequels and films we didn't own when we did them from the podcast history. You're an asshole. Uh, back in, I believe it was January of 2016, and God damn it, did I put it away? What did I do with the box? Is it at my feet? There it is, yeah, it's at my feet. We watched Pacific Rim. Uh, because you are a nerd. I'm a big nerd. Yeah, that's true. Um, and again, I love you and I put up with things. So we watched Pacific Rim on uh, January 3rd I'm really of 2016. Into, I'm really into the It received the a 4.25. And despite all that, I, I, you wanted to see Pacific Rim Uprising, which well, we did not see in theaters, of course. Well, because I'm I'm actually shocked that I gave the first one a 5. I think it... No, I know why. I, I gave said it a why. I say well, I said why I gave it a five because excuse me, it was the it was the acting and the lack of chemistry between the the leads. Like that that was the main reason I think. 
I mean, that was like four years ago, man. I definitely don't remember what I said on that podcast, and I'm definitely not going to go back and listen to it. Ringing endorsement of our back catalog from Samantha. No, no, no. Only because I don't like how I sound. But if you like how I sound, you should go back and listen to it. Um, but I like the the lore and the origin, and, and obviously the uh, the science fictiony kind of uh, vibes, if you will. Um, so that's why I, I was really, I was really digging that first one. And I want to see the second one because I liked the first one enough. And then this one has John Boyega, who I love John Boyega. I can tell. Is he on your list? No. Well, you're pretty enthusiastic about him. He's a great actor. Okay. Just because, just because I'm enthusiastic about someone doesn't mean I want to fuck no, them. Like, I can appreciate the art You've form. been like enthusiastic to the point where like it kind of like crossed over, I felt like, into that realm. So I wasn't sure. Now that I know. I mean, I just think he's a great person, especially in the last few months, everything that he's mm-hmm. been doing for Black Lives Matter movement and everything like that. I just, I think he's a fantastic human being to start with. And mm-hmm. I mean, if he wanted to have sex with me, I wouldn't say no. Pacific Rim Uprising. Super fun, explosively entertaining, says Sean Edwards, Fox TV. <laughs> what? Nothing that much. Shh, shh, shh. You were... A little bit. Super fun, explosively entertaining, says Sean Edwards, Fox TV. I know, but it's because it was, says Sean, like you were starting to... But I did it well. Yeah, I I didn't say you didn't, I was saying almost. John Boyega, the Star Wars series, is the rebellious Jake Pentecost. (laughs) I got really worried there. I saw a bunch of letters just jumbled up like fucking British teeth. A once promising Jager... No! (laughs) Fuck you, Brian! Thank you, Brian Jager. God damn it, I'm just a fucking muscle memory. <laughs> a once promising Jaeger pilot whose legendary father gave his life to secure humanity's victory against the monstrous kaiju. Now an even more fearsome alien threat has been unleashed on the world, and Jake is called back into action by his former co-pilot Lambert, Scott Eastwood, and a 15-year-old Jaeger hacker, Amara, played by Kaylee Spaney. Mm. Rising up to become the most powerful defense force to ever walk the <laughs> earth. Fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking. Oh. They will set course for a spectacular all-new adventure on a towering scale. God yes! damn it. Yes! Oh, I was so If you're wondering head. why I'm so happy, it's because we have the fuck up series going. 1-1. One, one. We're 1-1 one, one, because Mel's a cheater. He's a goddamn I'm not a cheater. cheater. If I was a cheater, it'd be two time. nothing. Tried to cheat the first time, and you got caught. And so, no, I admitted it. When I, yeah, I threw in the towel, I tapped out. Your guilty conscience. The last time, I demolished you. This is the final time we're doing this, so I can just and fuck up my words as much as I want, like Sylvester the goddamn cat. What's the score on episode three hundred six? Three for you, two for me. Damn it! Shut up. I didn't ask you a damn thing. Sorry, I don't know that. Bye. Bye for now. Good. No, some, we need her down, on the show. Some, you, she's not some down be here. three to two. Yeah, three to okay. three for you, two for it's me. Fine. So it's I'm very winning. early. Not so worried. what the the franchise, the series franchise that's on the line is uh, the Marine. If you are victorious, mm-hmm. and the Underworld franchise, if mm-hmm. I'm victorious. And so. the last time I won is why we're doing Leprechaun for Lep- Leprechaun October. For what? Shut Leprechaun the fuck up, man! I had a good intro for this talking about this movie, and now it's ruined. I don't even want to do it. <laughs>
It's ruined. I'm going to break <laughs> your toes <laughs> one by one. Then you'd have to go near my feet, and I that is a hollow threat because you will not. Yep. <sighs> that was my funny bit <laughs> about this movie. Man, I don't give a fuck. I don't. Man, I... It's just... I dug it. I thought it was better than the you first one. You dug it and thought it was better than the first one. I thought one. it was better than the first one. By far. By far. Really? Because... Re- were we watching the same movie? Yeah. I thought it was much better than the first one. I would say it was equal to... I, possibly, depending on what you can say on this podcast right now... A little yeah, better I than the it was first better one. Better than the first one. You're making something like I thought it was. I just don't like Charlie. What was his name? Charlie Day. No, not him from the first one. Oh, Charlie. The Hunt. white guy in Charlie, the first one. Charlie Hunnam. I don't even know who he is. The guy from Sons of Anarchy. I couldn't pick him out. If you showed me five pictures of him, I wouldn't know any of them were him. Okay. <laughs> I, I would. I would say none of them were him. I'd say it's a trick question. Um, I just thought he was, like, watching paint dry. And I think that the charisma that John Boyega brought and the chemistry he had with, what was her name? Carly Spaney? Kaylee Spaney. Kaylee Spaney. I thought that was on point. It was much better than the previous two people who oh, were I was yell at her and be mean the whole time. No, I and no, part. and then when they started drifting together and like they had those emotional scenes and stuff, I thought it was really good. And I thought that they were both good actors in their own right. I don't know... I haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, so I don't know how good this Charlie White Boy does. But he, I mean, it's like the same well, thing. This movie still has White Boy problems, which we'll get to. It does still have White Boy problems, but it wasn't as obvious because he wasn't like a main part. But mm. then he became a main part, and that was frustrating. But at least there's only one White Boy I had to focus on. It's just. I liked how it started. Not good movies. I did with not. This exposition. You, you mean the extended exposition narration? Thought it was fine. I'd they rather did, have that than watch like a flashback. They did Pacific Rim in ninety seconds, which I'd is going to show you how bad the first movie was. Rather have that than than like flashback. It's just all thing. very boring to me. It the scope of it and the the story was just so like sequ- It was just sequel. It was just sequel, sequel, sequel. Well, and yeah, it's not it's like a good sequel. sequel. It's a sequel. But like, Chris. you know, like... Like, what, what looked, would you rather it looked, it happen? It looked worse. I don't... A different movie, number one. Well, but that doesn't make It just sense. didn't feel important. I wasn't invested in anybody. They just chucked a bunch of new characters at you. They're all super underdeveloped that have no... Besides, besides John Boyega, they're all just tick marks. I'm like, what can we get? Oh, a kind of uh, sexy female character to aspire for the, the leads to try to be at? Does she have any discernible qualities or characteristics or trait to her whatsoever? Nah, that's just Ventura or whatever her name was. Jules, maybe? Juarez? I don't fucking know. Uh, oh, this girl's going to be a cadet? Oh, give her like six other cadets. Uh, what kind of nationalities? All of them! Do they have any discernible traits? One guy's dad deals with boobs! Like... Awful, awful, awful characterizations. And then anything that you might have liked about the first one is just not there. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, the characters. Rinko Kikuchi, did you like her in the first one? She's fucking dead. Because we got another Asian woman. We can't have two Asian women in one movie. Nah, that's stupid. Did you like Charlie Jane in the first one? Don't worry, he's going to be playing against type 
as the villain in a crazy, like, Christian Slater impersonation. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just big budget blockbuster bunk. Four Bs. Okay, well, um, I liked, I liked the little, the little, uh, Jaeger that she built. Scrapper? You mean, you mean Bumblebee Jr.? Yeah, I thought it was real cute. It had a lot of personality. I liked it. I liked that. Um, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't. I thought for a second that that was Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. I thought that he had come back as that character, but it no, was. It was seven. You mean else. you can't tell that's Clint Eastwood's kid by his beady I, little eyes? I didn't And all of Clint his facial expressions and mannerisms just make you think that Clint Eastwood was cloned and brought back to life and then just allowed to live until oh. he reached that age? Okay. He is my OVP of the movie. I didn't like it. I... It could have been anybody else in that role. I, mean, I could do MVP and OVP now. We can make this. It's John Boyega's MVP. MVP's John Boyega. For sure. He, I just, I liked his performance a lot in this. He had a yeah. lot of emotion and he had an arc. Like he was like such a dick and then he, he had the emotion and the feeling and then he. He's he, just a very good charismatic actor. He's great. That just did his job in the midst of poop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's fine. Uh, I, I liked. Kaylee Spaney, not as much. She was. I liked her. She was I great she on was... Devs. I don't remember if you watch on Devs. She was. Um, I'm gonna forget the character's name. She was I know the, who she was. The, well, she was the non-binary character. She was. Uh, fuck was uh, Landon or uh, Lincoln or whatever. She was the 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 younger developer with the the fatter black guy. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly who that is. Yeah, and also was in. Um, what else? I just saw. Uh, in a hotel, uh, late fashion. You are just saying random words. You said, I thought you were starting with Hotel Rwanda, <laughs> and then you started with, like, Last Week Tonight, no. and then I thought you were going to say Tokyo <laughs> Drift. And I was like, Wh- what have you been watching behind my Bad back? Bad Times at El Royale. Machine Bad Times at El Royale. She was one of the girls. Uh, she was this girl. She oh, yeah, 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 girl. yeah, 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 okay. Okay. I like her. I think she's a good actor as well. I, she's fine in this. She, I didn't like her at first, and she grew on me. My note was, I like her, just not here so far. And then the next one was like, oh, no, it's fine. Scott Eastwood's in this. <laughs> and then we got introduced to Pacific Rim First Class. And it's like, I, I don't get the point of sequels and just being like, we have no idea what to do. We'll just throw a ton of characters and just hope that a couple people jump out and stick and then we can just make one off of that you know it just doesn't and then the plot is stupid the plot mm-hmm. is partially iron man 2 yeah the plot i mean you might as well just throw fucking fine. mickey rourke in there talking about the drone's better i want my bird it's <laughs> all you I need i started doing that at work the other day <laughs> and somebody said something and i was like they said bird. something, and then they said something about Mickey Rourke, and I was like, I want my bird. And then they just kept making me say it. So, I want my bird. I want my, I want my bird. I want, no, I don't have a Mickey Rourke, I'm sorry. Yeah, we knew, we knew you didn't have Shut Mickey up, Rourke. man. Why were you trying? Some we people knew. might have been hanging on their seats saying, oh man, does he got it? Nope, don't got it. Nope. 
Uh, um, look, I mean, I thought that there was a lot of things going on. If they had cut some of the side plots, I think it would have been a smoother. It's the problem when you have, like, Del Toro writing and developing it. He had nothing to do with this. He, he executive produced it. it. No, he, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. I'm almost positive I looked at the I credits. I thought that I read that he wrote. No, 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 no. No. That he developed <laughs> it. Doing, yeah. Mm. No, it was written by, no, four fucking people. Go fucking figure, well, including why. the director. Yeah. He was a producer, so was John Boyega. Well, uh, I think he had, like, started to, like, map it out. And yeah, and then, then he realized he had nothing, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to give you money away, because this movie did so well in China. Because uh, well, it's yeah. just big monsters well, and yeah, big robots. And, you know. I like, I, I mean, I like... I don't know. I'm not really into the monster movies, like Godzilla and all Same. that kind of stuff. So, the lore of they're heading for Mount Fiji. I don't think it's anything. I think. Well, it's, I, I mean, think it's the whole purpose of it was point. to put their blood in to the volcano to destroy the world. But I thought that, that was a cool take on on quote unquote monster movies in general. Mm. There were some parts of this that were funny. I, I like the humor in this. It felt pigeonholed to me. Oh, well, I don't know. You laughed a lot a few times. So. No, I didn't. Yeah, you, didn't you know definitely me one or two part. did. You definitely laughed. It was at something John Boyega did, probably some kind of reaction. And then you laughed at Charlie Day like twice. He had he had one you decent. No, Char- I didn't. Yeah, he yeah. You one, I don't, I don't remember twice. what it is now. Let me talk and defend myself from this character assassination that you're putting on the air. <laughs> Uh, a very, very unfunny subplot for 99% of his character is that he just can't master Korean. No, it's not Korean. It's Mandarin, you Mandarin. fucking racist piece of shit. Mandarin. I could have swore it was Korean. What it's am I thinking Mandarin. Of? They're in China. It's Mandarin. I thought it was Korean. Man. They say Mandarin several times in it. Man. No, you know what I'm thinking of? Don't say it while we're recording, please. <laughs> it's something bad. I just... I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Mandarin. Sure. Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, and he's not good at it. Uh, like I am on today's podcast. <laughs> and uh, like the uh, shower, Shen or fucking hell. Uh, it's like being mean to him and whatever. And he's trying to say something later. And he's like, why can I not learn this language? And the way he delivers the line, it made me laugh. That was all. Look, it's hard for me. I've been I've been called a fat Charlie Day before, okay? Oh man. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I could totally see that. <laughs> You're supposed to be the love of my life. Who this called you that? It happened on Podfuckle once and then Who? By who? I don't remember. Was it Everybody probably, was it I don't Tope? know. Oh. No, I think maybe one of the fans did. I don't know. I don't know, okay? <laughs> No, really, Charlie Day is the perfect amalgamation of me and Augie. Yeah, I was going to say, it's more Augie than you. And plus, you're not fat anymore, so. Exactly. Fuck you. I'm medium. I'm the other, I'm, uh. You're medium day. I'm, uh, the joke was that I was Charlie Way, W-E-A-G-H at one point, which became a a pod toggle champion on our old Twitch streams. Now I'm Charlie Way, but it's W-H-E-Y. And then, like, it's not something you consume, but it's better for you. Like Kurds and Way? I don't know. It's just a bad joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was not excited to see him again in the in the middle of this. And then uh, uh, the, the the crazy ass quote unquote twist subplot in that from whatever happened to him in the first movie. The I thought that was cool. 
what is what are your opinions on the show? My God, I thought that was fine. I mean, it was good. It, whatever. It was fine. I get it. It was fine until then. He had to be a villain then, and you can't. I can't take it seriously. And yeah, I, I know. Can't I can't take it seriously it. either. When he's standing on a rooftop for no reason whatsoever with his shitty arm sleeve tattoos. Like, complaining still is Charlie Day when he's supposed to have, like, some kind of alien thing in his brain. Like, convincing him to do this stuff. It just, like, it didn't help. Is that you have the comedy relief become the villain. That's not going to help I guess that's a fair, that's a fair point. But I did, I did like the action. I thought that it built nicely. It started with a lot of action. Had the, like... Maneuvering you, everybody into place, and then it had more action. I liked when they be, it became the mega the mega kaiju. Sure, I like that. If you if you if you like go to monster. the movies and you want to see if you don't care about plot and you don't care about fucking development and characterization, then this movie's great for you because it doesn't have any of that. If you're just there to see fucking CGI yeah. fucking robots yeah. and CGI monsters battle, there's too much of it. I never thought I'd say that. Because I feel like in any movie like this, like a Godzilla or a King Kong or anything, you don't get enough. It's all about building up the suspense of it and then not, like, shooting your wad when you finally get there. This one, the final battle is, like, 20 minutes. I mean... And it's just so long. And then the monsters are the one monster. And then the boobs guy's dead. And you don't care at all because you've got three lines from him the whole time and it's supposed to be emotional that... This kid is dead. And that, the two of the other people died? They got, like, stabbed through, like, with, like, digital swords or something? No. But they were alive? See, I, I don't know. Like, I no, don't remember so know how any of this fucking works. Yeah, you obviously are an idiot who doesn't understand how... It's like, are we working like, Nightmare on Elm Street rules? Like, when you're in no. the kaiju, you don't die in real life? Well, how does that work? the kaiju's the monster, so they're not in the kaiju. I, I'm just going to RJ you the rest of the show. Go ahead. You've been doing that the whole time, so it's fine. So they are controlling the the Jaeger mm-hmm. with their minds mm-hmm. and their movements. Oh, is the that the platform. movements, huh? You don't think I'm not going to call out your ninja fucking arm movements that the people can't see because it's a goddamn podcast? It wasn't meant for them to see. It was meant for you to see because mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain this to you mm-hmm. because you're an idiot, Okay. So when, you know, they move their right hand. Wax on. The right hand of the robot moves, right? Mm-hmm. So if the robot gets Oh, so stabbed, this is, oh, so real still. We watched real still with Hugh Jackman. You've never seen that movie in your life. You I know it's about I know it's about boxing robots and they control. That. I know Hugh you Jackman. Know I know Hugh Jackman's boxing like that. a dumbass motherfucker and robots are doing the same thing. So it's the same thing here cuz they're in the robot. Cool. Am I close? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the earlier fight when they go to Siberia as like a fucking, uh, as like a red herring for something. It's just another excuse to have a stupid battle. Just like the, the first battle. It's not a fucking gun. Don't you in the foot. Um, just like the earlier you battle. You know why that didn't hurt me? I didn't hit you that hard? No, or? because I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, all there's what four like long robot battles or chases, or whatever, and all of them are just okay, cool. It didn't look as good as the first one because it didn't have the budget. Um, the, the first one did, 
I did no emotional stake or characterization on anybody that was in there or was involved. So it's just like, okay, if this is but, all you came here for, then you're happy. I, I, I prefer a little something else, a little sizzle to my mm, steak. Do you? If you will, I do, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, which is why I like good movies and not this trash. Okay. Uh, and they also are just teasing all these people about to die. Like, uh, when they're doing the big, like, drone demonstration and the fucking Jaeger comes out of the water and, like, starts taking out the fucking city. This movie has such a fucking Man of Steel-itis because at m- every moment's notice, they have to make sure that you see, like, oh, this power beam lightsaber arm thing going through an entire skyscraper not hitting anybody that is kind of cowering and trying to avoid everything like god forbid we see people in a pg-13 movie get stepped on besides that poor girl's parents <laughs> in the flashback um but then later on like oh everyone got into their underground bunkers that are now set up everyone's fine it's like Oh, it's so exhausting. Like these movies that have to take the precaution now to like make sure that like no lives were lost in in a certain volume, and then people are safe and okay. And you think Independence Day care about that? No, man, they blew up shit. Lives were lost. Let's add some stakes to this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it does happen, it's just a, a dramatic helicopter not being caught. In slow mo, mm-hmm. this movie's got some bad direction in it as well. It has bad direction, and I think that 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 does hurt it a lot. But I also did not like the montage towards the end. Oh, that montage was bad. It was I so just, poorly shot. It was bad because you don't need a montage in this kind of movie. At least not like that. No, not like that. Like you like, could do it. Like you could do a montage and it'd but be it, much better. It just much felt more like sleek and cut. Yeah. And duh, duh, this duh. this they this felt was like. like <laughs> that was the music, but then sense. they also shot it weird. Where like, no, it makes perfect sense. Like the music was also distracting. But what I was gonna point out was that it felt like they were trying to do it like in one takes. So, like the camera would be set up and like Jean Boyega is like walking something to a fucking truck or something and then the camera like shifts up in like one shot but you can totally tell it's like on a different sound stage and it's uh reyes ramirez like fanning down like robots and then they keep the camera moving over here and here's gottlieb zig heiling people to their fucking stations like what did you say when that when the girl first came on the screen which girl the uh jules girl oh jules is her actual name yes um well, I, think oh, you're, you're I, said, co- I said, oh, hey, Michelle Rodriguez wasn't available. That's what it was. That's all it was. It's like mildly Hispanic woman in a tank top in a military setting. Gee, I wonder who they asked to get. But they wanted somebody that was a, a, a bigger piece of ass that they could get for cheap because... Oh, yeah, for cheap, because Michelle Rodriguez... Oh, Michelle Rodriguez... But I mean, like, Michelle Rodriguez could. also is more of, like, a tomboy and more so, like, a badass and things. This woman didn't do anything. She had two lines. I think, I think she, yeah, she had, like, two or three lines, and at one point uh, in one of the attacks, because they all fucking fuse together, she jumps on Scott Eastwood to, like, save him, I think, right? That's it? Yeah, get him And then the they bed. play the double entendre of, like, John Boyega walking by and singing. It's like, really? Now? Like, that I'm whole sorry, thing. what did he say? Really? Now? So I'm building up because I have like a couple more impersons, impersonations I got to work out here on the thing. Uh, my backup for me, besides John Boyega, who I already written down because he's 
very charismatic and the only good part of the movie is I like the guy that's Gottlieb. Oh, I liked Gottlieb a lot. I thought he was really good. He's a little too like, like bumbling, like 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 like, like, like Igor, like ah. Igor and like Tiny Tim mixed yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but he's f- fine. You know, he's he's a he's typical fine. like nerdy science guy in a movie that has a couple funny parts and is like reliable yeah, and but is I there. Liked, I liked him and I liked his play with um, Charlie Day. Yeah, Charlie Day is on my OVP. My OVP is Scott Eastwood. I, I don't think like there's some other bad performances in the movie. I didn't like. I didn't like Shao until. I didn't like her either. Until, when she's randomly just in Scrapper doing her right. thing. Right. Then I liked her then, but I didn't like her when she was like when we first met her. Very stilted, very, very. bad. Very. I give that a longer leash, just like in the first one I gave to Rinko Kikuchi because of the language barrier and the and the difficulty. I feel like they have translating their their tone and their delivery in the English language. Yeah, but she spoke Mandarin for most of it. No, but. Yeah, she did. She spoke Mandarin for the majority of her She's, scene. She still had enough English there where it was kind of awkward and bad. Uh, she she was on my short list in my head. Um, I didn't like, and all their nationalities are going to run together in terms of the cadets or like the trainees, but like the pseudo tertiary villain, like the blonde Russian girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The just unnecessary antagonism for Amara. And they didn't even really have like a connection, like when she gets kicked out for uh, for dumb shit one oh one, just investigating a dead kaiju and somebody just t- oh, wonder what this does. Let me touch alien it was, it was blood Jaeger. and DNA. It was a Jaeger. And it burns. It oh no, it's right. Jaeger. Well, but it had the kaiju had the stuff ki- in it. It was the kaiju Jaeger. I'm so sorry that if I'm I'm minorly impacting the Mythology of Pacific Rim for the people listening. How dare I? Um, Like when she's leaving, she's like, "Hey, make a bigger Jaeger next time." That was like the closest thing they got to like, like a reunion or like, like, "Hey, man, it's okay." Like Goose and not Goose, uh, Maverick and Iceman and Top Gun. Like at least at the end of that, like they hug and you know, Top Gun theme plays. Whereas this, nothing happens. The ending was also very bad and very anticlimactic and very sudden. Like, they they sacrifice the fucking Jaeger on the kaiju and they stop the portal or the hole or fucking whatever else happens. Scott Eastwood, who's too injured to continue to pilot a Jaeger, somehow got, in, got into the roof of a building and somehow knew that Charlie Day was there to knock him out. And then uh, Amara and uh, Jake just have a snowball fight. And then credits. And then this movie has the balls. The balls to, like, it's not a post-credit, but, like, as soon as the title card comes up, they have a a scene before the credits, the Marvel-style credits, where they Mm -hmm. show, like, the animation of, like, the the stylized monster and robot fighting shit Mm -hmm. um, to, like, indicate that there's going to be another movie and that this time we're going to where the kaijus are. And it's like... Really? Yeah, great. Really? you? Yeah. This movie has the balls to think it's important enough to have a quote-unquote post-credit scene. I, I'm going on record. We will not, if there ever is a third one, no, I'm not allowing it. Oh, it's fine because it's supposed to be, uh, I think it's one or two spinoffs uh, that are going to be on Netflix. Like a oh, cool. Series. Yeah. Like a Go have fun. Series. Go watch it. 
Was there anything you particularly... It's just been me ranting and raving for 30 minutes, hating on this movie. And you've said plenty of things that you've liked about it somehow. Um, no, I've agreed with some of the things that you've said. Don't try to say that. Is there anything? Don't try to character assassinate me. No, I've said some things. Is there too. anything that, you, that I have not mentioned that you did not like? Excuse me, let me see. Because I've, I've already gone through all my no. notes. I didn't have to cool. Uh, are we naming Scott Eastwood the LVP? Uh, that's what we were getting into. We didn't like Shao. Um, I didn't like a blonde female Ivan Drago. Uh, <laughs> that's really accurate. I mean, I didn't really like any of those kids. Like any of like the cadets. I didn't like the guy, the kid that dies. Uh, whose dad was like a surgeon. I didn't like his Eastern European partner. I didn't like the two other random, like, younger Filipino or Asian kids that were with. Can you just just say genders instead? Because you are not accurate well, in it any just, other description. So, so, here's, so here's an inherent problem I have, is that I'm, I, of course... I'm supportive and welcoming and encouraging of diversity in film. I don't like it when it is transparent as fuck. And to I guess me, that is a fair this point. is what it is, and that there are no discernible qualities between any of them besides accents. They don't get any character development. They think that character development is, oh, well, this person has an accent, so that's fine. That's who they are. You know what I mean? Like, that's what all of those trainees were. Is you? I, I couldn't tell you any of their fucking names. Not a single one. And it's not like well, it was just Victoria me being... Victoria is the, the Russian one. I did not know that. Well, they said it, like, three times. Didn't stick. Sorry. Well. But that's what I'm getting at, is I, I'm, I'm... I know it sounds like I'm, tr I'm being a dick and I'm trying to be funny almost, but I'm honestly trying to figure it out. Like, look, let's just do this. Here, some more randomization here, huh? I'm going to go to the Pacific Rim uh, Wikipedia page, and I'm going to pull up these these actors and these characters and see 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 what we got going on here. So, um... Like, are you asking me questions about No, this? no, this is for me. This is just for me. So, uh, so we've already tackled that uh, Jing Tian, who was Xiao, is Chinese. Um, so I apologize for that. Uh, Bird Gorman, I was probably German. Oh, he's just British. Okay. Uh, so, already, that's wrong. Uh, Jules Reyes was, is probably, well, she's American, but she's Puerto Rican. I was actually gonna get that right. Uh, Max Zane, who was the other PPDC officer who gets blown up. He gets his, say, Pacific Rim before he gets blown up. He is, of course, also Chinese, so that all checks out. Alright, uh, Wesley Wong, Cadet Jinhai. Yeah, he's the one who was nice. Mm -hmm. So also Chinese. To her, and and was the third person. Karan Brar as uh, Cadet Suresh, who I believe is the one that gets killed. Yeah, he's 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 Indian. Yes, and correct. And he's also um, he's a Disney Channel star. He was on the show cool. Jesse. Ivana Shankno, which just literally is almost close to what I literally called her earlier. Victoria, she's she's going to be uh, Ukrainian. Uh, Mackinu. Is the guy's name. He thinks he's fucking Cher. <laughs> Cadet Ryoshi. He is also just going to be Chinese. No, he's Japanese. Okay. Uh, Cadet Mi Lin is Lily G. She doesn't have a fucking page. Cadet Renata Shirley Rodriguez. She spells Shirley really stupid. Um, she spells Shirley with two Y's in it. Uh, 
Okay, well, Lily G is, uh, she's from Q, from Yunnan, China. Okay. You don't have to go any further. There's also two others, Rahart Adams and Levi Maiden. Uh, Cadet Ilya, Tahima, Renata, Mian, Ryoshi, Victoria, Suras, Jinha. Like, that's stupid that there are that many that just, it's like fucking pulling out fucking ping pong balls out of a bingo drum. It's just numbers for the sake of numbers. Uh, but because there's so many of them, and I can't discern between them, they'll, they'll be, he has to be Scott Eastwood. Okay. It just boggles my mind that they, after Charlie Hunnam in the first one, they were like, just get another fucking white dude that has no charisma. And somehow has, like, more of a pedigree. Like, how can you be Clint Eastwood's kid? And be so like Clint Eastwood? And be so uninteresting? That's crazy. Well... Because you can tell, like, even if, even if I, like, I didn't know, like, you could look at him and he just, like, he's got that Clint Eastwood thing, you know? This is what I was building up to. Oh, it was it? Yeah. How's it going? Why do you sound like you're, like... Clint Clint Eastwood. Okay. You gotta squint when you do it. Do you? This is really just me doing Bill Hader as Clint Eastwood. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's Batman, isn't it? Yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> what? Get off my plane. No, that's fucking Harrison Ford. Ooh, does that hair? I'm Harrison Ford. No. Nope. Am I Clint Eastwood? Nope. Go ahead. Make my day. It's close. No? No cigar. You have a cigar? I'll smoke it. Wait, let's end this show. I'm just not good today. I'm, Today. This, is, this, this is what Pacific Rim does to me. Is it just yeah. makes me wholly unfunny, wholly unoriginal, wholly shit bad. I, I hate to tell you this, darling. Love of my life. Don't Jack Torrance <laughs> me. Uh, you're like this quite often. Cool. Do you have any bullshit dumb questions like, uh, like you like to ask? Oh, yeah. If you um, had to drift with someone, who would you drift with? Vin Diesel. Cool. What would be the memory that kept you uh, in the drift instead of focused? Oh, man. That's actually a good question for once. What would be like the traumatic memory that like I couldn't operate a robot in? That's your good question. <laughs> I uh, know. Man, I don't know. So you got hit in the head with a turkey. No, that was just funny. Um, I threw up on myself in the toilet in fourth grade. Did I ever tell you this story? <laughs> so, uh, so it was fourth grade. I, I had to go poop in I, class. I think I did hear this story. And then your mom was the nurse, so she brought you No, some- no, she wasn't there that day. Oh, she was the nurse, but she was just, what, homesick? Probably, I don't know what the fuck, what was the fucking my mom doing? What was she not she the nurse doing? anymore? She might have quit, I don't remember. I don't Why'd she quit? Know. You were still there in the school. I don't fucking know, she probably... Wasn't well, she also the nurse in your middle school, too? No, 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 no. In she, high school? She was only a nurse for a couple years, so maybe it was second and third, I know it was third grade, maybe it was only second and third grade. Um, yeah, I think maybe she quit, she, she would have been with my dad at that point, yeah, so that's probably what happened. Um, oh, but she, she was a nurse in middle school and high school? No. No, I refused her to she be. Was just on the when she got to Florida, she's like, man, I don't give a fuck. In uh, just Ohio, she had nothing else to do. Um, so I, I had to go to the bathroom. So I, I was sitting in the toilet, and I, I was wearing, like, tidy whities And I, I remember <laughs> I was wearing this brand new, <laughs> oh, 
sweet. We were tiny whiteies until I met you. I no, think. I no, I was in boxers. I was I I. I Let's talk about my underwear history real quick. I'm not serving for everybody. I was in tidy whities until, honestly, probably at like eighth or ninth grade, like high school. And then I switched over to uh, boxer shorts. And then I was starting to wear boxer briefs, uh, like like basically at the end of college. Cause, yeah, because of me. Yeah. Well, no, and I heard like they were just more comfortable. And I was like, oh, fuck, these are comfortable. Um, I get, don't have to have my shit breathe so much. <laughs> anyway, back to me throwing up on my dick. Uh... <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and like I just had a stomach ache, a tummock ache. <laughs> Damn it! I wish that we were drift compatible, so that I could see this memory. So I I'm just sitting there, and like I just, I, I just didn't feel well, and I just, bleh, I threw up with my pants. So it's Ohio in the winter. I was wearing uh, <laughs> jeans, and I was wearing a white, brand new Toy Story sweatshirt. Aww. I was, I loved it. it. I got it right before the movie came out. And I mean, I puked all over myself. I puked all up in my underwear. I puked all over my fucking sweater, sweatshirt. It was bad. And I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I can't put my underwear back on because then I'm going to fucking puke all over my fucking dick and my balls, man. Um, so, like, I kind of pulled it up enough. And then I pulled my jeans up over it. So I just got, like, fucking chunks, like, in, like, my navel and, like, my pubis area. And I remember. Why are you telling this story? <laughs> you, yay! I'm, I'm redeeming myself from how I was on this podcast. This shit's hilarious. So we were on like the third floor of like this five story fucking school. What? No, no, no. Um, that, that is basement crazy. Two. No, That's so it's just three, three, three. So we were on the top. We were on the top floor. Um, so where the bathrooms were, there were there were like like a few steps up, and then like the library's right there. So I had to go down the steps and like down the hall. Was the last door on the left, and like as soon as I get to the door, uh, I think like my the teacher had like a teacher teacher assistant, some bitch from college who was really mean. And I remember also I, I she like had a thing like people asking to go to the bathroom because one person asked for the pass, like everyone all of a sudden has to go to the bathroom, and it's like yeah that's how it fucking works, just deal with it. So um, she saw me, and was like oh my god are you okay you know, and I was like no I need to call my mom. I think it was a Monday. I think my mommy didn't like work Mondays. There was another nurse. Mondays was the day that she always would, like, take my grandmother and, like, run her errands and stuff. So I called my mom. And, like, I was perfectly fine after that. Like, I threw up, and I was fine. And I had, like, throw up on my Toy Story shirt. Um, I guess I was just sitting there in my fucking <laughs> barf-covered genitals. Um, because it took my mom, like, a good, like, half hour to get there. <coughs> took me out of school. Uh, and then as she took me home, got changed, and we finished running the errands. I remember we went to the, the grocery store, Acme. So to get flowers, because like the holidays, we got flowers for some doctor's dentist office. My grandmother gave like every single person she knew gifts for the holidays. Um, but I just remember like the embarrassment of walking in in a room full of my classmates, like covered in puke. Oh, and man. I don't, I don't get embarrassed. Like I, you know me, like I don't give a fuck. Like, I honestly don't. I've but, seen like, you get as embarrassed a, child, a handful of times. Name one other time I've gotten embarrassed. That's a good question. Exactly. So, like, as a child, that's, that's about as close question. as you're going to get. So, that's the thing. Like, there wouldn't be anything traumatic enough for me to have, like, to oh. experience. Oh, I live such a good life. Nothing traumatic for mm. me. Mm. No robot stepped this, on my parents. This episode is number two. It's <laughs> <laughs> really what it is. <laughs> that's good. Um, what would be yours? Mine? Mm-hmm. I have too many. Too many. Be like a, it would be one. like a fucking movie. 
I'd rather watch that movie than this. Please, an hour and a half movie of just your biggest embarrassments? Give me a big old bucket of popcorn. I am there. I have a lot. The comedy film of the year. Give me, I gave... There's 306 episodes of I just of gave you material. up chucking on my wang. You can give me one. Um... Man, I don't know. You can't put me on a spot like that. I try to block these things out. So people are like, oh, what's your favorite memory from childhood? Fuck, I don't remember what I did last week because I block out all these things. It's, it's a sad way to live. It is. I've had a lot of traumatic things happen to me. So you're not, you're not going to share? I once had a dog attack. I had a Yorkie when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And she was like my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I was like a baby when I got her. And um, she was old when she passed. She was like... 14 or 15, but what, so when I was about maybe 10, I was walking her, my mom and I were walking her, and this big golden retriever came, and it, like, attacked her, and it, like, had her in, in its mouth, and I punched the dog in the face. Mm-hmm. That's a good story. That's no, heroic. it was terrifying. It was traumatic, and we had to take the dog, she had to get stitches, pudding, she had to get mm-hmm. stitches and stuff. It was terrifying. I had to punch a dog in the face. In the face. That Just was, a face. <laughs> was I had it to cerebus? punch faces. <laughs> punch some faces. Um, no, what was really something traumatic? I don't know. A lot of things happened to me. I was bullied a lot in school. You? So that came. No, like for real. I'm sorry. That was so mean. <laughs> That's literally an example. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't ask me to talk about something that's traumatic for me and then laugh at me about it. That's so rude. Dick. Move on. <laughs> well, you could never pilot a Jaeger. We just found out. And yes, I'd be I fine. could. I could. Yes, I could because I block all those things out. The whole until- point... Until you match another person. You're an idiot who doesn't pay attention. The whole point is that you're supposed to let the memories just flow through you. I just let them flow through me because I don't give a fuck because they have the past. All that shit shaped who I am right now and I don't care. Probably not even going to remember what happened to me as it's playing across my mind. So it's fine. I could pilot a Jaeger much better than you can. Thank you. In conclusion. What is this, a fucking essay? You suck. I'll start bullying you again. It's more fun for me. Yeah, go ahead. Make me cry. Go on. Won't be was... the first time you did it on this show. What was the phrase? I really don't want to talk about my bullying. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> not. What was uh, about the movie and bullying? What was the... It was really mean when they get arrested and like they're in the cell. The cell. John Boyega calls uh, Amara's character something really means like fucking junk orphan or something. Yeah. <laughs> something really blunt and mean. I was like, "Ooh, damn, that's a good one." It's like mud blood in terms of like how equal, equally mean a made up slur is. Yeah, but I don't know what it was. It was power. I think I think it was something like junk orphan or something. Uh, start calling people junk orphans and just confuse the fuck out of them. Anything else on Pacific Rim no. Uprising? You let me finish my sentence before you rudely interrupt me. That's probably why you were bullied a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you so much. Please don't touch me. <laughs> uh, score time. Uh, I don't remember who went last or who went first last time. So I'm out of my score. So um, go ahead whenever you're ready. 
You liked it, you liked it so much more than the first one, so. I said I liked it. I said I liked it more than the first one. I didn't say it was the best movie I've ever seen. I didn't say that, but you said you liked it more, so your yeah, score should reflect. What's your score? Okay, and it will. You can calm the fuck down, bitch tits. Fat Charlie Day. <laughs> I can't. That's so mean. Now you're bullying me. I'm going to give this movie a six. I'm going to bully you over giving this movie a six. You call me bitch tits? Sorry. What's your score? I was going to say it was a little bit better, but through the course of the movie, I don't... The podcast... Hey, snap out of it, man. You put off my head. I'm going to give this one a three and a half, just like the first one. I think any positive steps this movie takes in terms of fucking... John Boyega's charisma and more action, it loses in a fucking inane story and bad characterizations. So, uh, the first movie, Clifton Collins Jr. was the MVP, who was who? literally, uh, he's just one of like the guys in the room. He's a, a character actor who just did a really good job. Like, he's like, like the guy in the control room, like helping with everything. We didn't give it to Idris Elba, we didn't give it to Rinko, we didn't give it to Charlie Day. So, it just shows, like, at least John Boyega made this one a little bit better, but everything else got dragged down with it. So, uh, so 9.5, so it's that a is a 4.75. 4.75. Oh, yeah, you're right, 4.75. I know I'm right. So, yeah, so a, a, a little bit better than the first one in our eyes, which I don't agree with, but that's the score. You don't that agree is. that it was better than the first one? I would say it's, I would say it you has... You think it's equally Yes, equal? I would say it's equally bad. I disagree, because the acting, I think, in this one was better. Well... The fact that we one person, it, one person. It doesn't matter. One person can make or break a movie. The fact that there I think, were, I think the, he made it a little bit more were, enjoyable. But the I think fact other that things... there were four people that you named just now from the first one who we didn't give MVP to, and they were four of the main characters, and so we gave it to a bit actor, says more. Well, if you'd said that like 45 minutes earlier, I would have given it a four. I couldn't. You were bullying me. You made me cry. What, what could I have done? That was just recently. We were, we were done talking about the movie. Thank you very much. Uh, next week will be a surprise podcast that uh, you don't know about yet. Uh, it'll be a surprise to you all, and we'll explain next week. It's going to be probably a super-sized episode of the podcast, just fair warning. Um, then after that, we're getting back into our routine. We got our random movie, The King of Comedy. We got my nominated movie, Watchmen. And then we got our next wrap-it-up movie. This one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we had an original movie planned for Wrap It Up. If we, the reason we're doing the, uh, the, the, the way we're doing the Wrap It Up is we're going back and in, in order of when we watch the movies will be in order we're doing the wrapping up. So a different movie was planned, but since uh, we had announced Pacific Rim and since we had announced, what did we watch last week, Solo, I purchased a movie that I was surprised we did not have uh, for $5 in a bin at a store. And it created a new rule for the Wrap It Up series until we finished the Wrap It Up series. If a movie is bought that would qualify as being part of the Wrap It Up series, and it's already been passed in the order from the history of the podcast, then it gets automatically inserted into the next available spot. Yes. 
Uh, so just as an example, at this point, if I were to buy The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker, we would have to do it the next available spot we would get because we just did Solo a couple weeks ago. That movie is Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Uh, the little-known theatrical sequel to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie that came out in 1997. Which we've done on this show. Which we did. It was episode, I believe, 49. So it was a long, long time ago. Would have been one of the first episodes we did had we owned it at the time. And I thought we did. And it was one of the movies I had to go upstairs and check to see that we didn't own when I was making the Wrap It Up list. But now that we do own it, it circumvents the movie that will come after that, which we'll announce on the Turbo Podcast. But Turbo is a good solid one, two, three, four weeks away. Next week, a big old surprise for all of you. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out very, very much. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Married with Movies is still rocking and rolling with the networks. Episode 11 is coming up for you this weekend. Don't want to miss that one. That is an excellent episode, if I do say so myself. Make sure you're going to marywithmovies at gmail.com to leave us an email and your thoughts on the show at marywmovies on Twitter, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies. Anything else? Samantha, my beautiful wife. Don't touch my feet. I've never been mean to off air in my entire life. How dare <laughs> imagine, you? Imagine like God the spirits from ghosts just take me up and take me away. <laughs> Anything else for your old friend Clint? Clint, Clint Eastwood, I'm going to end this. What is happening over on that side of the couch? I lost my heart in a Grand Torino. Grand Torino. I'm sorry, I just can't take you seriously when you do that, especially given the last hour that you have not been able to correctly identify some nationalities. Well, on, I'm not going to start quoting show. Grant Torino. I'll oh, tell you that much. Please don't. Please don't. Absolutely not. going to be bad. Uh, for Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I need to buy Grant Torino now. No, why do you have to do that? You don't need to do that. That is legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I'm aware. You talked about it. Saw it in theater it. three you, times. I know. Didn't you see it with Tony? Yeah, we were. I know. I know. Gone. I'm aware. <laughs> I remember. And then we would just play the song, which I might play right now, <laughs> just instead of Pacific Rim music. So tenderly. Alexa. No. Play no. Green Torino. Alexa, stop. No, no, come on. Alexa. Stop. We're Play Grand Torino. We are not going to have the money to pay for it. Look, she's not listening to you. The money to pay for it. So tenderly, your story is nothing more than what you see or what you've done or will become. Standing strong, do you belong in your skin? Just wondering. Gentle now, the tender breeze blows, whispers through my grand Torino, whistling another tired song. 
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.